0: This piece was brought to you by Roberta's, robertaspizza.com. Hey, 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 I'm Jimmy Carboni from Beer Sessions Radio. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Can you dig it? Holy cow, what a show we have today. Sitting in again in the Durwood Kirby Memorial Chair. Actually, I don't even know if the man's dead or alive, but sitting in the Durwood Kirby hard Chair. To tell, actually. <laughs> I was trying to find, there's a Bullwinkle joke about Durwood Kirby, right? Isn't there a Dur- Bullwinkle and Rocky gag? Uh, running Durwood uh, Kirby gag? I don't know if there's a running. It's there. all right. None of our. He had, he had his own gag. No no,
1: no, really Pete was, Zaremba here in the Durwood Kirby guest host
0: seat. One, Pete, one, Pete Zaremba, the only man old enough to even remember who Durwood Kirby is. You know, um, the only boy, man boy, that, with that. <laughs> (laughs) Only living with a pizza
1: named after himself.
0: (laughs) Pizza Ramba. But uh, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) that that joke is flagging fast the Durwood Kirby joke because none of our listeners (laughs) could possibly know who the fuck he was. How was the the wrestling? The wrestling? Last night, I survived. They told me, go, Mike, break a leg. I broke two legs, two necks, two spines. I broke everything I saw. It was Fighting Spirit Wrestling at a Sunset Park last night. Uh, It was absolutely fantastic. You may or may not know. I am the main event. Mike, the main event. Edison is my new role as color commentator at Fighting Spirit Wrestling. And it was a gasp. We're setting it up. uh, Coming on the radio soon. In fact, April 19th, we will feature Fighting Spirit Wrestling with the uh, the champ, um, Ian Aldwell i He's a brute, let me tell you. This guy Does he respect his opponents? This guy doesn't respect anything. Uh-oh. This guy's an now, what, animal. That's not right. This guy's an animal. He's so much of an animal, Zarumba, that he needs two tickets when he goes to the zoo. One <laughs> to get in and one to get out. Oh. <laughs> He's so ugly. When he was born, the doctor slapped his mother. That's right. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, when's the next event coming? The event is going to be the big Lucha, uh, Libre Extravaganza. I believe it's Saturday, April 25th. It's in Queens. Uh, we'll be talking about that, and I expect to see you there in Queens. You're a Queens man, your son. I'm
1: going to be there. Uh, On other wrestling news. The County uh, of Champions. Sad news.
0: Sad news. Uh, El Hijo del perro. I saw that. You saw that, right? I saw that he took a a fatal blow legit in the ring in Tijuana. That's right. At the
1: municipal uh, stadium, which once again, for all those people out there who think that wrestling
0: is fake. Well, let me tell you, cemeteries are filled with its heroes. It's an unforgiving sport. And it was El Rey uh, Mysterio that delivered the blow uh, in the ring. Yeah, that's, that's brutal. That's not, it's not quite the same brutal as Ox Baker, who killed many men in Mexico with his hard punch. And uh, Well, it was Mexico, so he got away with it. No, you know so this things, is something different.
1: All things, I think, lead to uh, wrestling. All things all lead things to wrestling. Too, it is a special best. guest, uh, <laughs> because we will discuss the Isle of Malta, home <laughs> of the Baron Miguel Cicluna, <laughs> right? nemesis of Bruno San Martino through
0: most of the 60s, the island home. I had no idea. You, you didn't realize no that Malta was a hotbed of professional wrestling, as was, I am sure, Atlantis, the lost continent of Atlantis. They must have had their own very special brand of professional wrestling happening there. Well, it is the home of Aquaman, and he wears <laughs>
2: tight, bright clothing as well.
0: So we're very lucky to have Mark Adams with us today, New York Times bestselling author of um, currently Meet Me in Atlantis, featured in today's New York Times. Mazel tov, Mark. I'm glad Thank to you. see you. I Thank actually I read know. the
2: article this morning. You did. Yes, I saw uh, I actually
1: wrote the article. I know you wrote that <laughs> article before I could read it. And I have to say, I uh, usually I do not read Times uh, travel articles. They usually hurl me into a pit of despondency.
0: Well, the beauty but of this was a
1: great one. Thank
0: well, you. well, the beauty of uh, the Atlanta story is it's not quite as accessible as, say, a typical tra- uh, Times feature on, I don't know, Ridgewood. You know, Bushwick inaccessible. <laughs> so, uh, he never found Atlantis is that? That's the question How uh, inaccessible is that? Hey, hey, hey Don't give away the book Did we find Atlantis? Spoiler alert answering. Did we find Atlantis? He's not talking I'm not I'm not answering He's me. like Klaus Klinski In the final moments Of A Geary of the Wrath of God Did he find El Dorado? How many spoilers are you going to give on this show, man? <laughs> He's like that guy in the crying game who finds out that his, oh, his girlfriend is uh, uh, So, well, if one were to look for Atlantis, <laughs> where where might it have been mislaid?
2: I think your best bet would be to go to the Mediterranean, mm-hmm. because uh, probably the number one clue that Plato and everything we know about Atlantis that is legitimate comes from the philosopher Plato. I'll everything be- that's legit. Right. Le- this is are the you- legit. And there's a, a lot of non-legit stuff, as Hammer might say. Um Everything we know that's legit comes from Plato, and he said that Atlantis was located opposite the pillars of Hercules.
1: He didn't say which side opposite.
2: Well, and he didn't specify which set of pillars. Uh So everything with Plato, you have to uh, interpret it a little bit, unfortunately.
0: Well I, I learned a lot from reading this story because i didn 't know, know that for instance, and um, but I enjoyed your uh, peregrinations in search. I enjoyed plate after plate of uh, octopus <laughs> with, <laughs> with with you in your story it was a painful
2: research trip, but somebody had to do it.
0: so uh, tell us though because I picture Atlantis and I, and, I, and I picture basically like Aquaman and I picture this right. super right. high technology right. technolo- yeah, technologically superior underwater city you know yeah, with like yeah, hot yeah. merbabes mer- you know and you know an aquaman sort of like sewing around kind of being Handsome in his tights and and uh, and yeah, like that sounds like like an awesome place to go.
2: Yeah, I think ninety percent of what we think of when we think of Atlantis comes from pop culture and especially things like DC Comics, where you know Aquaman goes to the underwater bubble city with its nuclear powered airships and stuff like that. But none of that is actually in the original story. The original story actually appears between two of Plato's most important di- important dialogues. So the the placement of the Atlantis story is is uh, very curious to say the least. Uh- I uh, who am, I might argue with
1: Plato. <laughs> <laughs> normally, in this show, we're talking about Plato's retreat. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, a, that's a, Little did we know it was the lost continent or the, of Atlantis. The Adventus. children's clay substitute. Um, no, it. it the clues that he gives are he gives uh, all sorts of dimensions, in, which he gives in stadia, which is a, a measurement about 600 feet long, like you see in the, the word stadium. Um, he talks about locations. He says it's near the Pillars of Hercules. He says it's opposite uh, what we now know as the city of Cadiz in southern Spain, although that's up to interpretation as well. He says it's three concentric rings. He says it was destroyed in a grievous day and a night by earthquakes and floods. He doesn't say it sank to the bottom of the ocean, but he says it's under the water and where it used to be, there's now a shoal of Mud where ships cannot pass.
0: So do we do we think are we on board? We think Atlantis this is happening, Plato was telling the truth, it wasn't didn't come to him in a fever dream. Are you just going to keep asking me to give away the in the, the, end of the, the ending of the book? Me like in <laughs> and keep I want rephrasing to meet you
2: it? in Atlantis. And well, where
1: are some of the other places you looked for
2: Atlantis? Well, I, fa- I found what happened was uh, it's very hard to get serious academics to talk about uh, Atlantis because it's like career kryptonite. Um, <laughs> so what I had to do is I had to go meet a guy uh, named Tony O'Connell over in Ireland who runs a site called the Atlantipedia. And he's like a very straightforward, very serious, uh, you know, uh, Uh, repository of information about Atlantis on his website. He's got thousands and thousands of articles he's written. So we sat down over there in in the least populated county in uh, Western Ireland for a week and over, uh, you know, soda bread and coffee uh, discussed what the best places to look for Atlantis would be. And we came up with a list of four. And the four were southern Spain, for the reasons I mentioned before, the Pillars of Hercules and being opposite what's now the city of Cadiz, the island of Malta, which Plato says uh, Atlantis was an island city that had great temples and was destroyed by a watery cataclysm. Well, Malta has the Mediterranean's oldest temples, a thousand years older than even the Great Pyramid of Giza, and was destroyed by a watery cataclysm, we think, around 2500 B.C. Third candidate would be Santorini, uh, the famous... uh, uh, Playground of the rich and famous like Peter Zaremba uh, in the Greek Isles. And it has a unique bullseye shape. Plato said that uh, Atlantis was shaped with concentric rings. Also, we know that there was a horrible explosion there around 1600 B.C. that basically blew the island sky high and caused tsunamis throughout the Mediterranean. Which
0: I'm assuming was caused by their nuclear airships that piloted <laughs> by Aquaman.
2: I think Aquaman turned the crystals up just a little too high, <laughs> and uh, the, the Justice League wasn't able to get there in time. Um, so, and, and they found this ancient city in 1967 called Akrotiri, which seems to parallel some of the descriptions that Plato gives of Atlantis. So there's actual archaeological evidence there. The fourth location, which for reasons I did not foresee people have really latched onto, the New York Post did a big story on this that uh, the uh, Daily News on, or the, the Daily Mail online, which aggregates other people's stories all the time, mm-hmm. they rewrote the Post story that they rewrote out of the chapter of my book. And then like 12 different languages around the world have rewritten this story. And no one has actually called me or asked me anything about this. They've just rewritten the same chapter over and over. Is There was a, a guy in Bonn, Germany, an IT specialist who did a statistical analysis of all the clues in Plato's Atlantis story and zoomed in like a game of battle. Ship, where all the red pins showed up in this one spot on the coast of Morocco.
0: On The coast of Morocco. Coast of, coast Morocco. of Morocco. All right. Well, it sounds like good
2: traveling. Sounds like a good, a good you didn't, search you didn't to go make. Go to, you didn't
0: go to Bimini. I did not go did to. Bimini. Did you dismiss that but, out of hand? What well, the thing is, it, look, you can pretty much go anywhere. It's like, look, I'm going for Atlantis, and it's clearly not in New York Harbor <laughs> under the Statue of Liberty. Let's, uh, let's go to Greece. Well, they, you know, the thing is,
2: <laughs> if, if you're going to look for Atlantis, my thinking is, you you go back to the original source. Uh-huh. Plato. Plato basically gives us a treasure map. The people who are looking for Atlantis in Bimini and you know elsewhere around the Caribbean, they're following psychic readings that Edgar Cayce that could, gave ah, in the 1930s. That could, so that'd be the way I'd go. You know. Yeah, I mean, you, you can choose reading. your own path, but I choose to go back to the original treasure map from the world's
0: smartest man, Plato. Plato. I see. Now, there is a flying saucer on the cover of this book, though. There
2: is a flying saucer, and I was actually chastised by one of the experts in my book. He said, I
0: like everything about your book
2: except the flying saucer on the cover. A- and, and it denigrates it? you.
0: <laughs> I <think> it, see, <laughs> I, I hear, I think this elevates the whole thing. It makes me want, want to read this. Because, That's right. Because, you know, listen, I'm, I'm of the chariots of the gods kind of generation. That was a very big deal when that movie came out, and I saw it at the Forum Theater in Touch New Jersey, mm-hmm. and whatever. That is you know. the
2: gateway drug for a lot of people who get into Atlantis. They start out by reading Eric Von Dan again and stuff like that watching ancient aliens and, and then I they, want
0: stronger stuff
2: well and then they start to get into it and they're like oh wait a minute this is you know we, we you know we're basically eating the fast food when there's a real meal to be had here
1: well i think the flying is fine because I, I, Thank as you. we said before it's a sensationalist first then you can
2: elevate the, uh, the discourse later. Well, part, lure part, them into the book. Exactly, you got to get people to read first. I mean, I went on the show coast to coast. I don't know if you ever listened to coast to coast, the overnight show. With, I don't even uh, listen to my own show with George <laughs> Nouri. You know, and they talk about conspiracy theories and UFOs Great and show. things like that. It's fun. It's, t- it's a lot of fun. But you know, if, if you don't reach out to these people and start talking to them about the, the actual Atlantis story, they're going to be stuck in that von Daniken rut forever.
0: Well, you know, I mean, I'm partially um, partially uh, on board with the theory that the government generates its own crazy UFO stories just to, <laughs> just, just to discredit the legitimate ones. It could be, you know, like hiding in plain sight kind of, kind of thing. You know, there's Area 51. Who knows what's. There. And oddly, today, um, while, the, while the New York Times was uh, you know publishing your wonderful story in the New York Post, um, its sophisticated sister publication, um, there was a story about uh, ancient astronauts and UFOs and how aliens killed Kennedy. And um, that would not surprise me. I'll the tell list. you what. Though, in my travels, I've I've been to Mexico City and the, uh, climbed the Pyramid of the Sun and the Pyramid. When you get up on top of that pyramid and you see what's out in front of you, clearly it is a UFO. Landing field because there's no other explanation that posi- possibly no, no. you know could be plausible. Clearly, no, no, that's no, no. what that is. No, no, I, I
2: couldn't can't even begin to imagine what else a flat piece of land could be used for.
0: Well, it speaks for itself, you know. <laughs> and listen, let me tell you something. I've been to Cadiz in Spain. I lived in Spain, and that's where the UFOs land. That's if you were if you were in space and you were looking down at at the globe, a Terra Firma here, the you know the Class M planet right. that we are, and you wanted to land your flying saucer. I'm telling you, the peninsula, you know, the Spanish Peninsula would be where I would land.
2: Well. I I think Von Daniken said that the cart ruts in Malta, mm-hmm. uh, which are also one of the clues for Atlantis because he talks about canals, uh, He, I think he said that they were the uh, landing uh, skid marks of, of course. Uh, UFOs. It makes sense. I mean, he, he, give the guy credit. He always cuts to the most sensible uh, explanation exactly. for things, right? Well, it's clear. He's, he's like a one man's walking Occam's razor.
0: Listen, it, it's obvious. Anybody who's, like, seen those pyramids, anybody who's looked at those little pictographs of, like, men in flying chairs, they were astronauts, <laughs> duh. I mean, it could not possibly be any other explanation, and clearly the technology came from outer space. I, I, I got br- you know to bring you back to the Bahamas with this. All right. Because you I, just like the Bahamas. He, 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 he I just, he was just he's just trying to segue into a dark and stormy <laughs> but, somehow. Well, we, that we should. We should like, how do
1: I write off this Bahamas possible. trip? But, uh, you know, you could capitalize a bit with this Atlantis thing. Of you know? course, everyone was talking about you know, the resort, right? Right. But, and, uh, I think you you could do a few ads for it, right? You buy that big temple. And then, of course, you know, the, you, know you found
2: Atlantis. Absolutely. All right.
1: right? I don't know. That might cause some troubles with the times. Do you right? think because
2: I could it, be like the Mario Perillo of Atlantis? Uh, of Atlantis? <laughs> the, the guy who wrote Wait, the book that finally Mr. Finds, Atlantis. There you
1: are. I'm in it, you know, I am <laughs> having a ball. You, know? well, you slide down that big slide. That's right. You know, I'll have a white wor- suit on. World you know, a uh, world famous author and explorer. Mark Harris. I like I, it. the, I, the, the Indiana Jones of our generation. It right. worked there for George Plimpton Rock rock star archaeologist. Right? Here I am. I I'm, ready. You know, I'm ready. I'm ready.
0: Uh, ah, you're ready I, think we might I, I, be I can ready. dig it Well, you, you know you, you know what it is About archaeologists, Pete What is it? They dig rock Oh, okay, okay. okay. And uh, <laughs> this being The variety show That's it, that that turned into sort of This th- cavalcade Of chaos the,
1: the Joe frank It's an island of sanity In a sea of madness it, it, it is We are some,
0: we somewhere Between it. Joe Franklin And Carol Burnett That's <laughs> where this show Show lives But uh, you want to do a song Before we take a break?
1: I think we have to do a song
0: But don't go away, Adams We still want to grill you On some of your other books I'm ready <laughs> we're we're going to get to the heart of this We're going we're, <laughs> to we're, we're we're gonna gonna get to the point it. where he's going to want to grill his own books Let's do it Alright, here on Arts and Seizure with pizza around, but let it roll, Daddy Okay <laughs>
1: When I first met the little girl, I didn't know what I was doing Now we're all tied up and my life is ruined I'm scared of that child
0: Scared of that child Now I'm scared of that child
1: Well, I'm, I'm scared of that child And I'm too young to die She's a cute little girl She got such a wonderful mug When she started to talk in her voice, bust a stone jug Well, I'm, I'm scared, scared of, of that, that child, child.
0: I'm scared
1: scared of that that child child. I'm scared Scared of that that child. child I'm too young to die We had a date and I couldn't make it. Well, that made him mad. Now I'm looking in the brown eyes, they're greener than grass. And I'm scared of that child. Well, I'm scared of that child. I'm
0: too young to die. All right, Arts and Seizure live from Roberta's here on the Heritage Radio Network, Bushwick, Brooklyn, the county of champions. Can you dig it? We're going to take a quick break and be back with Mark Adams, Pizza Ramba. See you in a sec.
2: My name is Brandon Hoy, co owner of Roberta's, a
0: super duper awesome place.
2: Roberta's is a very, 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 very proud sponsor of the Heritage Radio Network. We're also
0: super awesome. Thank you, Heritage. All right, and broadcasting live from the lost continent of Atlantis, we're back on Arts and Seizure with Pete Zaremba and the Durwood Kirby guest chair. You've been spending be- a lot of time here, Zaremba. You're becoming know, a regular I'm, fixture on the show. It's I'm good. Be- I'm, becoming, I'm wearing out my welcome. That's the way I like it. I think it's good. I liked it, I liked it back in the days when you uh, were mixing new cocktails. You had promised me a hex breaker, a power stance. I, I know, want a cocktail for every Flesh Tones uh, record, uh, which is, let me tell you, that's a lot of fucking booze. That is. That is. I, I, meant to,
2: gonna, I meant to ask you, did you see there's a woman at Harvard who is making big coin with her power pose? No. Oh, with a power pose. I, was, uh, I think uh, we might have a copyright infringement. Might have an issue, huh? Exactly. Lost the power, power stance, yes. Power stance for health.
1: All right. Didn't
0: see that coming, did you? Well, no, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Harvard, no, no less. Exactly. Uh, the Ivy League in me. What can I say? <laughs> uh, it okay. was, it was about time. Pretty soon they'll be making a bit on your archives. I was going to mix another cocktail today, but uh, I don't want.
1: I see you don't want to give it away at the end of your book. I'm not going to give away the name of this cocktail. All right. But I was going to go up against the uh, Dark and Stormy, which is well, one of my favorites. That's a that's a that's a
0: bold move. One of my
1: favorites, but it uh, it is actually the national drink of the Bermuda. And uh, involves an ingredient that I couldn't get for this show that you once mocked me, Mr. M- Mr. Mark Adams. I think you the wrong person about about the uh, ingredient falernum.
2: <laughs> but uh, that sounds like one of those wow. fake elements that they have made in a Russian lab and this <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> the
0: elements that they were dealing with down in uh, <laughs> down Atlantis. Powers <laughs> powers the flying <laughs> ships exactly, to Atlantis. Exactly, so what about the flying saucers and the astronauts at Machu Picchu? All right, let's set the record straight let's here because them. obviously obviously another UFO landing field there could be no other I'm possible I'm losing my patience quite frankly. You know, I wrote the Machu Picchu <laughs> the book. All already, right, Dr. Kildare, losing your patience. You know, so you lay put, it on me. You put
2: your email address at the end of the book and, you know, about half the emails, you get like oh I really liked your book and half of them are questions like that you know why, why are you faking that you know ancient astronauts did not build Machu Picchu you know that's the truth I never got to Machu Picchu but I was in
1: uh, I went to the one in Ecuador that's like their best uh, uh, Inca thing you know it's up on a mountain you know <laughs> Uh, I was in Cusco too
2: <laughs> Cusco is nice
1: Cusco, you know And this thing And, and, and it's true Was there a bar there? I'm there betting was a, there, there was, was Certainly a, there, you <laughs> know what, They had oxygen bars in Cusco They do Because uh, And I felt That's
0: because ancient astronauts Need oxygen
1: they, they, It's the reverse, you know Of us going to space You go there You need, you need the oxygen in Well, Cusco. we are this,
0: this Nitrogen-rich environment You know, we live in They need, they need a little bit more Like oxygen You their in their, Cusco, their octane. Right? I was you in, were Cusco. in Cusco You know who died in Cusco Is John Peel
2: John Peel died in The DJ, he died because he had uh, high-altitude oxy- high pulmonary embolism.
1: I have to admit that, yeah. that the very night... He was an I ancient astronaut, there, John
0: Peel, He might
2: have been. The
1: very night I arrived there, I was like on that, you know, floor tile hugging
2: yeah. uh, altitude It's sickness. rough. You're almost 12,000 feet. Oh, yeah. Blame um, it on the altitude. Um, I, <laughs> I, I was <laughs> drinking that day, too. But. Holding my 12 empty bottles of Cuscania up against my face. Oh, my God. It, it must be the altitude. But it is true... <laughs> That, uh,
1: that you can't. I try to fit a knife blade in between those. Uh, the, true. And you can't fit the, a knife blade, Mike, between <laughs> those Inca stones that they have in the foundations that they built it's in true. Spanish. Uh, that proves they had to be aliens or at least uh, undocumented uh, immigrants of some sort. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I agree. There's no other explanation.
2: I, uh, that's,
1: you know, I don't know how they. Do
0: that's this. the only way. Well, I think do it, Mike. I well, you know, I, I think it's also every president has been very coy about the whole alien invasion thing. You know, they're kind of glib and they smile. ho. ho, 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 ho. Oh, you know, Obama cool. on like some some comedy show late at night. Oh yeah, I'm going to look into Area 51. But uh, there's some. You know, listen. He I'm, already I got I, I, I got to remain agnostic about this. You know, I mean, there's just you know, there's just too much. I mean, like those UFO landing fields in Mexico. It's just too obvious that's what they're for. So you got to. <laughs> got to consider some possibility and then by extension you have to ask where they come from and how they got here and it's obviously very very far away so they must be adept at time travel because it's the only way to travel those great distances is by folding over space and creating a wormhole so therefore that must be possible technology too we're just not there
1: it's the only way that you could build something like machu picchu especially if you hadn't uh, invented the wheel or uh, or had like
0: a lot of jew slaves <laughs> like
2: tools. like the egyptians there you go you know, it, I see no other explanation. I'm gonna, about, have to, I'm gonna have to redo all my books. Okay,
1: let's let's bring him down to earth. Finally, let's pull him out of the heights here.
2: You've got a copy of my first book here. I
1: got a copy. A rarity.
2: Right?
1: Ow, oh, Mister America. Mister America. <laughs> and bud. Again, I bought this book thinking it was about uh, Captain America or something. No, no, no. And no, no, instead, no, 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 no. it was much more interesting. It's a Captain America,
0: Aquaman. Right. It's the story it's of this,
2: America's first great health guru. Right. Bernier McFadden. <laughs> Bernard McFadden,
0: exactly. Bernard
1: McFadden. Yep. Uh, wheat germ galore,
2: right? He started uh, America's first fitness magazine in 1898. And, and he you say a fitness 14.
0: magazine, we're talking about a lot, a lot of half-naked men.
2: Uh, yes, mostly half-naked men, a few and then, half-naked and that's how
1: women. you wound up a bit at Men's Journal, which that I is. also thought was some kind of a decoy... Uh, Run by aliens? No, not the, the aliens. <laughs> no, it's, you know, sort, it's of a, a, a... sort of like a men's health kind of a thing. You know? it is,
2: it, it's similar. But, It's but, similar. But it
1: focuses
0: more on neckties. And details. It's a, it's, you know, a, it's a classier Details man. for more civilized yeah, for men. men. Exactly. Anyway. Well, thank this, you for the this, kind this, words
1: this about Mr. America. This is a great book. I okay. do
0: love Half Naked Men. It is true. We Especially picked, when they're uh, rolling around on a mat in a wrestling ring. Now, this, this McFadden character
1: actually winds up being uh, sort of the uh, tabloid king of...
2: He's the tabloid king of New York. He started what's generally regarded to be America's worst newspaper, the New York Evening Graphic, where Walter Winchell got his start, where Ed Sullivan got his start. Uh, the Evening Graphic was wonderful. These, these are the men that we look up to here
0: on Arts and Seizures. Yeah, these, yeah, are yeah. Our, these are our journalistic heroes. I know.
2: It, it, I found a few copies. It, it was so awful that the New York Public Library stopped taking it after six weeks, so it's very hard to get it was wonderful. <laughs> old uh, copies of it. You have, there's uh, a few hey, look, on microfilm. Look,
0: when the New York Public Library calls cut, you know you're fucked. Yeah. Okay, this is an organization that has the entire run of screw magazines. Well, the front page of the all 1,900 copies the are the- available <laughs> for view at the New York Public Library. But, is that true? but but this rag, no, it is it is true. Well, Al, Al Goldstein was very good too about sending them every issue. Oh, um, was he? He was very very That's good about funny. that, and he also sent all to every member of Congress every month as well, every week as well. <laughs> so what, what? Okay, what got you into McFadden's story besides like being interested in wheat germ
2: and? You know, uh, I f- I was the health tail. editor at GQ magazine back in the late 90s, where I first met you, and um, on a non-healthy uh, assignment, but. Um, <laughs> I found a stack of old. They're called physical culture magazines from the 1920s, and he's talking about like diet and exercise. He's talking about raw food. He's talking about uh, uh, using exercise to avoid heart disease. I mean, he was basically like uh, you talk about time travel. He's like a man from the 1980s or 1990s sent back to the 1920s in uh, in his first beautifully sculpted form. He was, he was. Except he didn't like to wear clothes. He, he predates didn't...
1: Joe Bonomo. He does. He got Joe, you know, who was a, at that point was just a stunt man, right? A,
2: a the, he found McFadden. Found Charles Atlas. He discovered Charles Atlas. And uh, Charles Atlas's uh, mine, exercises. Of course, are, well,
0: of course, he's your hero as well as mine, because because of Charles Atlas, bullies no longer kick sand in our face. See, Not, uh,
1: kidding? I, I feel, uh, you
0: know, manly man. I mean, this is what made me the man I am today, like Joe, uh, <laughs> Joe Atlas and the dynamic tension, also exactly. you know, from the back of the comic books. And what happened is he he ended up
2: trying to run for Senate. In Florida, when Florida was an even crazier state than it is now in 1940, and he almost won, except there was some backroom deal that cut him out of the uh, the
0: Republican nomination. Until Florida became that, that pillar of sanity that we know it to be today, it was even crazier in 1940. How come you didn't look for Atlantis like off of like, like the Florida coast? I, I, you see, bah, bah, you bring bah, bah, it back
2: yeah. off the coast of Florida because in Bimini.
1: You don't go Atlantis. looking where you want it to be. You follow the clues. Right? I, I think I want it to be where I want it to be. Yeah, I'd rather I mean, be in Bimini. There's some great <laughs> bars in Bimini. The end of the world
2: bar. You're, You're still hoping.
0: Did Plato talk about cocktails at all in that treatise of his? He, he didn't. He said they had
2: a lot of fruit trees, so maybe there was some you know, sort of dac reaction or something going on. And,
0: and I like that the beaches had like blue and red sand. and. Uh, they had black, I, and, the bl- white the bl- the and black red sand. And the black sand, which yeah. um, down um, in, in Mallorca and the, the Canaries, there's a lot of black sand beaches down there. Um, so I believe it. I, I believe that's where it land is. That's what I'd like to believe. You know, I didn't, you. I didn't go to uh, journalism
1: school. But, Neither did I. But I think I know that <laughs> the next question is, uh-huh. what's next, Mark? What's next? <laughs> well, <laughs> what's next? What's next?
2: Having done uh, America's Most Obsessive Health Nut, having done two books about obsessive people looking for lost cities, Yourself? I think the one thing we can be sure of is that I'm not going to be doing a book about an obsessive or a lost city. Other than that, the world's my oyster.
0: All right. Well, I want the plans for the nuclear-powered flying ships of Atlantis <laughs> uh, and, and also the cocaine connection between Machu Picchu and Atlantis because it's there. I know it's there. If I can find it, I'll dig it out for you, Mike, I promise.
1: Did, did they have you on a diet of coca tea when you're up in Machu Picchu? Oh, I,
2: I ate. No, we would we eat the like, coca leaves, chew them like okay. they're chewing tobacco.
1: Yeah, when I was in Ecuador, it was like the coca tea. Yeah, it no, was too late, tea. way too late for right, me. Right, they, they hit I you with the coca gone. tea when
2: it's too late. You've already got the headache going. Right. <laughs> but.
1: and It did a funny thing for me. There was all these luscious, crazy fruits that I'd never seen yeah. before. And I actually went to the, you know, the restaurant to have guinea pig, roasted guinea pig. Yeah, guinea pig. Everything was totally, completely without any taste whatsoever for the entire trip.
2: Because you'd fried your taste buds with I'd fried my taste
1: buds with. That You know, it was like I was begging for death. I was hugging the toilet. And just begging to die It, it was, was the so altitude awesome. It was the altitude It had to be
0: the altitude It was
1: the altitude <laughs>
0: So we're going to go out here on Arts and seizures. I think you, you had some sort of uh, recitation well, so just, a ly- a lyrical, Some lyrical poetry That oh. I believe you wanted to share with us But before, but before, a, we, before, we, before, we, before we go before, we before. Before, 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 before You know before, it's the
1: quickest 30 minutes You
0: always it say it I never believe you It is the fastest 30 minutes on the internet today I never And Mark Toslow, where we can find you you're, Obviously your book is out everywhere Where better books are sold It's you not know, like Atlantis, right? Where you can't find
2: it no, no. Is much easier to find. What's the always... shop in
0: Atlantis like? They have a shopping mall. There bar? is
2: there is a an Atlantis bookstore what's in Santorini, like? so
0: the... you can go buy it there. See, I would picture like, Atlantis looks sort of look like 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 Outtakes from Logan's Run, maybe.
1: <laughs> That's an early seventies movie. And I, I skipped I skipped <laughs> oh, oh, that entire. Although I did see a movie about Atlantis <laughs> in the early seventies that was made in the Philippines. Yeah, and what's his name? John Constantine, whatever. His name, some a really third rate uh, American actor was in it, and he had, he was wearing this. This white outfit with, uh, included a very short cape and a huge high collar. And I have to say it made a huge impression on That's a, I
0: like that look. And uh,
1: Atlantis <laughs> is destroyed at the end of this movie. And there were, there were vampires well, and zombies in it. We're going to have to put the, a huge spoiler alert this episode. I hate to bring up a, t-
0: a movie that I can't remember the title of. And, and, and of course... Um, Atlantis porn There's got to be I mean if it exists There's pornography And that's the rule So I'd like to, Have you found the There it, must be So that's So there's your next book In search of Atl- In search of
2: Atlantis porn In search of Atlantis porn As if this porn. one wasn't Selling bad enough
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you're going to do Very 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 well With this book This big book is bigger than that big It's big card. big 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 Mark we're so glad To have you on here But uh, we're going to find you On Facebook And do you uh,
2: yep. tweet and I'm all on that? Uh, Facebook Or look up MarkAdamsBooks.com
0: MarkAdamsBooks.com
1: He's a swell guy too If you see him on the street He's way, very well Affable and willing to discuss any of these things. And very, 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 showing a great deal of patience and forbearance with us, Sir Very much so. (laughs) And and a good-looking guy. You can't tell. But we (laughs) can. Start (laughs) off. The continent of Atlantis was an island, Mark, which lay before the great flood in the area we now call the Atlantic Ocean. So great an area of land that from her western shores, those beautiful sailors journeyed to the south and North Americas with ease in their ships with painted sails. To the east, Africa was a neighbor across a short sea strait of miles.
0: Down below the ocean,
1: where I want to be, she will be. we down below the ocean. Mike, what are you doing? Ghost of Atlantis, here we go.
2: And each one of them started with the Donovan song.
1: Where
2: I want to be, she will I still don't know the words.
1: Where I want to be, she will be. This has been Arts and Seizures with your hosts Mike Edison and co-host Peter Zremer, with our special guest Explorer Mark Adams. Where I want to be, she will be.
0: be, be, be. All right, we're gonna catch you next week. We got Big Daddy Long Legs coming on next week. Rock and roll, can you dig it? See ya.